We are creatives. You may say, Wendy, creative is an adjective, not a noun. But the dictionary does say different. Merriam-Webster defines it as, an, as a noun this way, one who is creative. And Cambridge Dictionary defines it as a noun this way, a person whose job involves producing original ideas or doing artistic work. Each of us is a creative in the sense that we produce original ideas in our everyday lives. Creativity does not just happen in your job. Creativity is not exclusive to artists and musicians. We often think being creative means to make something. However, if you look at the word's Latin root, creatus, it means to have grown. How can we grow and be fulfilled by thinking creatively in our day-to-day lives? It may be by simply trying or creating a new recipe, redecorating a room in your home, arranging flowers, learning to look at situations differently, writing a story or a poem, talking to someone with a differing opinion, solving a problem. And I'm sure you can think of more that are relative to your own life each day. Creativity, being creative, makes our lives more interesting and fulfilling. When we create, life seems more vibrant and more connected to the world. It gives a sense of purpose and meaning. Recently, I read this book, Inspired, Understanding Creativity, A Journey Through Art, Science, and Soul by Matt Richtel. I'd like to share a few thoughts from the book with you. Of course, it was no surprise to me when two of my favorite musicians appeared in the book. Rhiannon Giddens and Yo-Yo Ma. Giddens first appears in the art section of the book. She also appears in the soul section of the book. And she's talking about her journey in life. Her formative years when she was growing up with her grandparents. Her college years performing with the Carolina Chocolate Drops, who, by the way, performed right here in the coffee house many moons ago. Um, And she was living the dream, but she was frequently miserable. She was making money. She was on top of the world, but still miserable. She increasingly felt the stories of her life and her ancestors. She says, sometimes I can get an idea and it just goes and it goes. I look at it in awe sometimes. That's what happened when she wrote, better get it right the first time. The inspiration from the song came while she was driving with a friend and she was thinking about her nephew. She was thinking about the risks to her nephew of being a young man with black skin. In 2015, she wrote a song called Cry No More 
after the mass shooting in a church in South Carolina. In June 2020, midst of the pandemic, after seeing a tweet from a fan about her song, Cry No More, she had a vision for a new version of the song. The new version, created at the height of the pandemic, brings together, through technology, musicians from across the country to perform, which included the New York Opera Chorus from the Met, and also included the Nashville Symphony and the Nashville Ballet, and herself. Her inspiration for the new arrangement of her song was built on social justice. Brianna Taylor has just been killed. And I'm going to share that song with you now. Speaking of the pandemic, the author speaks about the evolution of the virus as nature's creation. He talks of innovations in the medical field as a result of the virus. He links the virus and the social movement. The technology was right, the era of the cell phone. The author points out the two creations were linked, the virus and the social movement, the kind of unexpected unpredictable nature of creation and response. Human beings began to respond. People at home watching the news, seeing cell phone videos of murders and other injustices, watching all of this at home, reflecting and reacting. People began to respond. So many of us responded. We marched for George Floyd and all of those whose lives were taken unjustly. The author also speaks to the creative process being scary. We often have a fear of rejection, of criticism, of not being good enough. After the reading of Beautiful Oops, you were asked to create pictures from the different markings on the page. This may have felt uncomfortable to some of you, and some of you may have embraced the activity with the greatest of confidence. If you were uncomfortable, maybe it was because of an underlying fear. You were doubting yourself. Doubt and fear go hand in hand with creativity. I remember sitting in piano class, freshman year of college. I was a classically, classically trained pianist and could play music printed on the page. That was me. Put the music in front of me, I could play. For the rest of the time, for the first time, however, I was asked to play chords with a melody, nothing written down. I was not as good as some of the others who already had that experience with improvisation. I hit the practice room, and with practice, it became easier, 
and I was able to play in front of others without fear. I gathered the courage to overcome my self-doubt and fear when it came to improvisation. Several years into teaching, I decided to pursue Orff Schulwerk levels. Um, and if you don't know what that is, Karl Orff was a German composer who developed an approach to teaching music to children, which is mostly based on using movement. But with using the movement, the, he also went to Africa and he actually built xylophones and glockenspiels and metallophones to accompany music. Um, and he wrote volumes of music that you can pull from and you can take all of that music and create things to use with your children in class. So during the levels, it consisted of a recorder class every day, pedagogy, and movement. I knew the shortcut was meant to teach creativity, but did not realize how scary aspects of it would be for me. Here we go again with improvisation. Improvise on the ORF instruments. Improvise on the recorder. Improvise movement. Once again, I was in fear mode. Afraid my improvisations or my movements would look silly or they weren't good enough. Afraid I'd play something wrong. We wrote arrangements for songs. We composed songs for use with our students. I had to overcome the fear, the discomfort I felt performing and presenting my songs and arrangements in front of my peers. In front of my children, not so much. Would they like it? Is it good enough? I doubted my ability. I doubted myself. As I implemented the concepts of the show work in my classroom, I was prepared to help my own students overcome doubt as I was asking them to improvise, albeit on a very smaller scale. When an individual student sings or plays, you will hear me say, thank you, when they have finished, not, that was really good. Because what if the next one's not so good and I get that face look on my face or something, you know? Not good, right? So each child's effort is important, and being non-judgmental helps to curtail their self-doubt and their fear. Right now, I'm going to insert a little song um, that I wrote for the service. Am I doubting myself right now? You betcha. The song is three ostinati, which are layered on top of each other to create harmony. I will divide you into three groups. Each group will sing an ostinato. For those not familiar with ostinato, it is a repeated pattern. So, all right. So, um, could you give me, I think we decided on a B flat, I think is what we decided, Frank. I think a B flat as our key. We, so we're going to do... Um, I'm not going to teach all of you the same. Um, let's do, let's see. You you have to do We Are Creative because that was the part I had you do the other night. So let's do the first couple rows here. Um, let's see. One, two, three, four rows back. 
we could do. Um, and your part is, we are creatives. We are creatives. We are creatives. Oh, yes, we are. We are creatives. We are creatives. And if you just keep that going. And here. Creativity takes courage. Doubting is part of the process. Creativity takes courage. Doubting is part of the process. Creativity takes courage. Doubting is part of the process. Creativity takes courage. Doubting is part of the process. And if you're not singing yet, <laughs> courage. Doubting is part of the process. The more you use creativity, the more you have. The more you use creativity, the more you have. The more you use creativity, the more you have. The more you use creativity, the more you have. The Thank you, bravo. Now I share a quote from Yo-Yo Ma from the book I mentioned earlier. We need to be the authors of our own narrative as we proceed. We need to be the authors of our own narrative as we proceed. Last week, some of us came together at the Ignite the Flame event and many of us attended the congregational meeting. We talked about possibilities for the future of our beloved community. We talked about how we can live out our mission statement. Together we explored, pondered, and were inspired to create ideas, to create aspirations for the future of our beloved community. We laid some groundwork for the future paths our congregation may pursue. We are the authors of our faith community's narrative as we proceed towards our future of living out our mission. We are the creators. We are the creatives. Together we can strive to be a vibrant community that lives and embraces our mission of kindling the flame of love and justice to nurture, heal ourselves, each other, and the world. Please rise in body and spirit and join in singing the closing hymn, Kindling the Flame. The words are on the screen. <laughs>
um, out. Out of our hearts, out of. Did I do something wrong? Oh. Oh, you know what? I. That's. Oh, because I originally wrote it in B, and then I was told by somebody that I should lower it. each other and the world kindling the flame of love and justice to nurture and heal ourselves each other and the world we start the flame we feed it maintain it allies we make room for Our vision.